Thank you for joining me, uh, Wayne. Uh, just for everybody uh, who is watching, you should know that this is uh, Wayne Gertz, who is a member of the Sovereign Grand Lodge Communications Committee, and he's also accomplished as the Grand Scribe of the Encampment of Ontario in Canada. And uh, he joins us today uh, in this uh, odd cast, podcast sort of thing. Uh, as a way of uh, discussing what it is that we can do to communicate in the new reality that we're all sort of experiencing right now, where everything is sort of turned upside down with the COVID-19 uh, uh, virus and, you know, pandemic, global pandemic. So uh, thank you for joining me, Wayne. And uh, I don't know if you would like to mention anything about yourself uh, before we get started. Sure. To begin with, Joseph, podcasts and things are things of the future, and I'm glad that you invited me to join you today. Uh, just to give a little bit more of my background, I have been an art fellow for 40 years, and during that time I have learned, I have learned laws, I have been involved, and eventually moved up and took higher positions. Believe it or not, when I first joined, I was afraid to speak in public. Now I have no issues. I was Grand Master of the Grand Lodge of Ontario in 2012-2013. And as you said before, I'm currently the Grand Scribe of the Grand Encampment of Ontario. So again, thank, I thank you for inviting us into one of the new communications tools for the future which I'm sure art fellows will be able to use as much as is needed. Okay, fantastic. Now, I know that you uh, are Canadian, and I, I take it that you're a Canadian citizen. You, you have an accent that I think that a few people probably noticed. I noticed it right away, and I was asking about this. Originally, you're Dutch, yes? Uh, yes, originally I was Dutch, and as soon as I was in Canada long enough, which was in 1974, I became a Canadian citizen. So if, if anybody is interested, I root for the Canadians first and then for the Dutch teams. Very good, very good. Well, uh, I, I have a number of questions for you, uh, but you know there, there are things that originally I wanted to discuss with you that... Uh, we had our, our first uh, meeting in our lodge. Uh, I'm the, I, I forgot to sort of introduce myself. I'm, I've probably already got this covered, but I'm the noble grand of our lodge number 248 in Lompoc, California. And we had have a special meeting uh, so that we could cover some bills because we had something that was due. Um, and we had discussed it before this kind of became an issue where we decided not to meet. So then the next week, I called a special meeting saying we have to take care of this bill. And there was another item that was also very important. So it was building committee business. And um, so we, we held a special meeting just for building committee business. And uh, we did a Zoom uh, conference, but it was all by telephone. Uh, so I distributed some information on how people could dial in. Uh, you know, it's a bunch of extra numbers that they have to uh, uh, use it's 
I think, quite a bit easier to use a video conference because you're essentially just clicking on a link and you're automatically in the conference. Of course, there are technical issues that you have to overcome. I, whenever I first started, I couldn't hear my video and my, my video quality was pretty bad. And uh, since I've got a background in computers, it's very easy for me to fix these things and deal with these things. Uh, so I know that there is a technological curve that there are a lot of people, the majority of odd fellows may not be um, entirely at home with, like the younger generations are completely at home with being on a computer. My daughter who is uh, 12 years old is completely at home with technology. She, uh, it's not that she shows me how to do things, but I'm surprised at how well she knows how to do things that a lot of other people just simply don't know. Uh, so has there been anything uh, that your lodge or encampment or Sovereign Grand Lodge has been doing newly or differently in this uh, COVID-19 pandemic age? Of course, um, I have to at this point give kudos to our Sovereign Grand Master as well as the Sovereign Grand Lodge Executive Committee because they quite quickly jumped on into action and issued a dispensation for all the different uh, lodges to postpone or stop meeting in physical locations simply because that is the correct thing to do with COVID. Also, as of an interesting notice that last year at the Sovereign Grand Lodge sessions, they officially approved electronic meetings so that in areas where members weren't able to attend meetings as easily because of distance or other reasons that they would be able to attend video meetings, Zoom type meetings, or conference calls, etc., etc. At this time, that is actually a very good tool to have and it is legal. So from that aspect, we were slightly ahead of the curve and thank God we are. I remember that Skype so that people could Skype into a lodge meeting that was in progress in person. Uh, but uh, I, I, I personally have not used Skype for the purpose of having multiple, um, you know, I don't know how many cameras you can use in a Skype meeting, but I do know that with Zoom, uh, it's a great number of people that can have their cameras pointing at them and, you know, uh, being present in the meeting in this way, just like we are right now. And I do know that uh, one of the great advantages of Zoom is that you can have, a, I think, up to 100 attendees by phone. And I know that uh, the Grand Lodges and Sovereign Grand Lodge are going to have some challenges with their annual. And, um, I don't know if, if anybody is really pursuing uh, having virtual uh, meetings like this for Grand Lodges or Sovereign Grand Lodges, but I think that we're a little too close uh, to those dates to really know whether or not it might be able to happen in person. I think the future is a little too uncertain at this point or if it, it just may be something that we have to delay and then do by teleconference. Uh, do you have any thoughts on that at all? Yes, actually, it so happens that the uh, Grand Lodge of Ontario was scheduled to meet at the uh, start of uh, May, 
and the Glenn and Cam and uh, those groups were the end of May. So they ended up having to cancel those meetings simply because no congregation is allowed and the hotels, in essence, decided to keep themselves clear and clean. Because of the short timeline involved for the Grand Lodge of Ontario, in essence, there was allowed them to omit a meeting. So what they're doing is mainly via email or snail mail, for those who don't have it, they are going to deal with just the very most essential items like electing the new officers. The installation will happen at a later date somewhere where it's legal, etc., etc. In the case of the Grand Encampment, we're going to go ahead. We're going to, we do not have the ability to omit the meeting, but what I am setting up together is I will send out an advanced journal, which has all the items in that the members need to know. So then all the representatives, past officers and current officers will have an ability via email to make their wishes known. And of course, this is going to take some extra time. But then toward the end of May, Hopefully, we'll get this all accomplished strictly by email. Future Zoom meetings, etc., might be the way to go, but we currently don't have the members set up, and I don't think enough of them are knowledgeable enough to make that a success. Mm. Um, just while I'm talking to you on this subject, the uh, pilgrimage to the Tomb of the Unknown Soldier has been cancelled, of course. We all may have seen or read that. I do happen to be on the Canadian War Memorial Committee. We're in communications because the Canadian War Memorial event doesn't happen until the beginning of June. However, it looks that we may be cancelling that one as well. And unfortunately, that is something we cannot do electronically Reef laying is a special event, so that will not be replaced. Very good. Um, do you have uh, any um, any particular uh, recommendations for lodges from a sovereign grand lodge perspective? I do know that you know we've got this directive that lodges are uh, permitted to to go dark, and that it's uh, not you know necessarily advisable to meet in person, uh, depending on the state, because some states in the U.S. have said, you know, no uh, gatherings and others have yet to make that kind of declaration. But uh, is there anything that the Sovereign Grand Lodge has said that uh, besides being permitted to go dark, is there any sort of uh, recommendation to do telephone conferences or video conferences, or is this just something that is sort of happening organically that there are some members that are interested in doing it this way. And so they are plodding forward, uh, just doing what they can. And then maybe perhaps hoping that other lodges, Grand Lodge, Sovereign Grand Lodge might catch up. So in answer to that question, first of all, you were talking about different rules in different states. And it so happened that effective today in the province of Ontario, 
no gatherings of more than five people are allowed anywhere under penalty of law. So having said that, uh, first of all, the Sovereign Grand Lodge Executive Committee and Sovereign Grand Master have already said to uh, or advise people, do not forget that uh, we as Odd Fellows have to keep making contacts with people and members, and especially those who are older, uh, especially not to forget all the members that cannot make it to all meetings to make sure that we still keep doing the good things which we are about, which is being assistant to one another in many ways. And of course, unfortunately, because gatherings in many places, there are some things we cannot do anymore. But there's many other things we can do to help one another as well as the public at large. And the Sovereign Grand Lodge is actively promoting that we all do that. Um, as far as Zoom meetings and that type of meeting, uh, they're certainly uh, backing the Art Fellow community in doing so, but they're leaving it up to the skills of individual lodges, etc., to start setting those things up. And as some people may know, uh, for example, I know there's one lodge in Ontario where, not too far from me, where there is only one person who has email and she is uh, not necessarily a very computer savvy person. So in that particular case, um, Zoom meeting would not be possible. Down the road maybe, but not yet. So the Sovereign Grand Lodge reminds everyone to keep doing the odd fellow thing and to do it the best way possible. Well, that's, I think, really good advice. And I, I have to acknowledge that I personally know uh, some odd fellows that do not have email. Uh, they do not have a, a smartphone that would allow them to simply click on a, a link that they get in their email, which would automatically launch an application uh, because the Zoom uh, program on the phone, they do have an app for that. And so you can just receive the email and click on the link and it will open up. So um, their, their technology is really great, uh, but it's going to take some adjustments on the, on the parts of some members to uh, either get with that technology, uh, start getting more accustomed to that technology. Unfortunately, um, it's, it's going to be harder to get people trained and, and how to do that if we can't meet in person uh, because we're discouraged from doing that. And um, I think that there, we, we may actually find ourselves free to uh, do things the way that we used to do them if the measures that we're taking now happen to you know, bring the situation into a more safe condition for everybody. Uh, so maybe by the time that people are up and running, then we'll have, you know, learned our lesson <laughs> to, you know, uh, find ways to communicate when it may be uncomfortable to get used to using email or get a phone that has the capabilities. Uh, those are all things that 
hopefully we we all you know will get to because those te- these technologies are great they're really great for being able to keep people in communication i know that facebook is very easy to use as far as facetime goes but it's just not the same as something like this platform which a lot of corporations and a lot of businesses a lot of entrepreneurs are using it to connect to their customers and to do business so um yeah, it'll take a bit of adjustment, I think, on everybody's part if we are to expect adapt to the newer technology so that we can have our meetings that we need to have. And um, I'm going to encourage all of our meeting, all of our members to meet uh, on our regular days by telephone. But then I'm faced with a dilemma, which is, well, if I if I if I print off a letter to everybody. Well, my hands are going to be, you know, folding the paper and, you know, closing the envelopes and I've got to lick the, <laughs> the envelope and the stamp. And so, you know, what do I do? So uh, obviously I'm going to have to buy some gloves just for the purpose of handling the paper. And I'm going to have to get one of those sponges and use it to lick the envelope and the stamp. So, um, you know, it's, so- it's just going to take some adjustments. So, so my question to you is, have you recently bought envelopes where you just peel the little sticker off and you don't have to lick them anymore? You just peel it. And for what it's worth in Canada, when they sell you a pack of 10 stamps, they're already uh, peel and stick stamps. You peel them off and stick them, so no more licking on anything. Uh, so That's true. The old technology getting they're more hygienic that way, right? You just peel it off and... That way you don't have to lick it. So yes, that's that's very true. Um, well, Wayne, is there are there any closing thoughts that you have? I, I think that we've kind of covered everything that uh, we could cover. Well, uh, is there yes. anything in particular? Please yes, I just like to bring up that uh, as the Sovereign Grand Lodge Communications Committee, one of our main mandate besides looking after the Sovereign Grand Lodge website is to keep an eye on art fellows communicating via all the modern platforms like Facebook. And there are many, many lodges, many, many communities who are now communicating via Facebook simply because it's so easy to post something. It's so easy to put a picture up. It's so easy to communicate with other art fellows across the world. One of the things that is happening is, is that it is bringing in a lot of questions from non-art fellows, and a lot of them are interested in joining our organization for what we stand for. And in fact, one of the lodges I'm a member of has... 18 new members in the last year and they're all younger and they all joined because of what we stand for. So we do keep an eye on things that are posted to make sure that they're not detrimental to our group as a whole so that if someone is a little bit offline, we kind of say, you know, be a little bit careful what you post because once you post something on Facebook, it's very difficult to retract it. So having said that, I think it's fantastic. We're able to do that and we communicate across the world now as art fellows. And you gave me an idea, by the way, one of the 
problems that I'm facing is getting all that information, all the numbers to dial out to everybody. And I just realized more of our members use Facebook than, you know, um, than probably the easiest way for me to get the information to everybody is by Facebook rather than by email because we have more people who use Facebook than use email, even though that implies that they actually have email, but for whatever reason, they may not want to use it. So, uh, so that's another option for, um, so what I will do is I will put on our Facebook page, our new method of meeting and the, the means by which to join the meeting. And I'll make sure that that gets shared to everybody by both Facebook and by email. So that way, uh, whenever people, our, our members want to join uh, the meeting, then they'll have the information that will make it easier for them. Uh, so that way, I probably wouldn't even have to send out a single letter to anybody if I do it that way. At least that's something to consider. Well, Wayne, uh, thank you so much for uh, joining me today. I appreciate the fact that you set aside uh, time to get set up and to do this. And uh, I plan on doing more of this. So if you ever, uh, as a member of the communications committee, uh, would think that it would be a good idea to cover certain topics, I would be happy to cover those uh, topics with whoever it is that you would recommend. Uh, I've already got some ideas uh, in terms of what it is that I would like to uh, discuss in future oddcasts and uh, to, you know, find ways of promoting information that are useful and helpful to Oddfellows, as well as to get information about Oddfellowship to the world in general. I, uh, Thank you, Joseph, for this odd podcast. I do like the term. And uh, hopefully you'll send me the link for it so that I can watch myself. <laughs> All right. Well, thank you so much for your time. Uh, have a great day. And uh, I, I look forward to connecting with you in the future. You as well. Thanks. Thank you.